you're listening to Formby Podcast. In this podcast, we're at Formby Lawn Tennis Club for our final interview with Peter Collinson. He's looking at why he wrote the book. What was the interest that inspired him? And the final question, is the clubhouse haunted? Here's Peter Collinson. History of the Formby Lawn Tennis Club, 1888 to 2020, written by Peter Collinson. What would you say is the highlight of your book? Ooh. I think I've said before that I'm very, very interested in the uh, early history of the club. Um, I guess one function that I'm particularly pleased with is when uh, I, along with the help of Siobhan Mulrooney uh, and Lucy Cobain, decided to hold a uh, 125th anniversary ball. It was a fabulous day. The gods were with us that day. The sun was out. Andy Murray had just won Wimbledon. We had an open day the next day, which was quite extraordinary. Uh, I'll read you the press release. It said, uh, we are proud to be part of Formby's history and encourage all prospective visitors to view our fantastic facilities in this leafy suburb of Freshfield. Our pavilion is a reminder of bygone times where members enjoy a mixture of friendly and competitive tennis with a vibrant social section. Uh, it produced astonishing results this open day uh, with over 120 new members joining. So it just shows if you can market something and you have the correct facilities, you can encourage people to come and play tennis. And again, anyone listening to this, please just pick up the phone or come down to the club and you will find a friendly welcome and we can accommodate anyone at any level. Uh, it really is good fun. The absolute highlight that you say to yourself, that was such a gem. I, the only reason I'd have written that was for this. Is it the link with your father? Is it something that you found out? I think it's a combination. Certainly the link with dad, um, dad was a very active member and won the men's open singles four years in succession before uh, Mr. Hitler took a bite out of his leg when he landed on the beaches of Normandy. Um, that combined with the local history, which interests me. I find it fascinating how people used to live over 120, 30 years ago. Uh, and the pictures that you see, I've got a picture looking from where our court three is now towards Gore's Lane. And it used to look over um, a chicken run and now it looks over our car park. And I just find it fascinating how a chicken run has been turned into a court where people now play. And if people only realised how much hard work 
all the people throughout the last 130 years have worked to make this club what it is today. Uh, they should all be congratulated. So just going back to the club, the club's been there then definitely since the 1800s, the late 1800s when Formby began to sort of develop with industrial and the arrival of the train. Is the clubhouse haunted? Not that I know of. Uh, Have you ever seen a ghost? No, a... I've never seen a ghost. Have you ever seen a, a chicken walking around? That... <laughs> no, we just occasionally get a dog barking, as you can probably hear. Uh, no, there are no ghosts that I'm aware of. Uh, yeah, it's interesting you talk about how uh, the, the transformation of uh, Formby as a village. Uh, because Formby used to be a small fishing village with scattered farms and cottages and it transformed into this affluent Liverpool suburb and this was due to the arrival of the railways and of course Liverpool becoming a port of international standing. Uh, in fact, I think I'm right in saying it was the biggest port of its day in the late 1950s, early 1960s. So when the railway line came, which was uh, in 1880s, yes, uh, the railway line, which was electrified in 1904, had a dramatic impact on the Formby population, which increased from 1,500 in 1830 to 7,000 in 1910. So we've covered, do you feel that we've covered the highlight of your book? What was a real gem that came out and you went, that's a brilliant book? Because it is a good book. You've got photographs, you've got maps, you've got invitations, you've got programmes. Um, you've covered an awful, it's an awful lot of information in there. Where do we get the book? Uh, again, if you come down to the club, uh, there will be someone there that can uh, guide you towards it. It's only £10, by the way. We didn't make the book to make a profit. We put the book out. I think it's important that every local club has a book about the history, because without the history, we are nothing. How many were printed? We printed 100. And it, it is, if I may be as bold to say, quite a good read. It starts at the beginning and ends at the end. And there's a section on tennis balls, which I found quite amusing. Uh, there's all the facts and figures uh, about who won what in the back of the book. Um, but I, I just find it interesting to see how it's evolved. Um, in fact, if I may just read at the end, it states, From the halcyon days of yesteryear to the frightening COVID pandemic, the club has overcome many challenges and seen many characters. The faces may change, but the club is a permanently enduring feature as it continues to flourish and evolve and evolve from its humble origins 130 years ago. I've also put, it is incumbent on the next generation 
to uphold the traditions of the club, protect its heritage and guide us through the future years in this leafy and genteel haven of Thornley. So it all started with Reverend John Lonsdale Formby. He was the one who gifted, I mean, they're an amazing family, the Formby family. And I think they gifted schools, they've very much involved with the education of girls. And in this situation, we see actual evidence that takes us through to 2022, where you have somebody over 200 years ago, if you like, in 1820s and the 1830s, that was gifting land that we're playing on today uh, at the tennis club. It is quite astonishing to have that vision going forward. Yes, I'm sure if uh, the Reverend Lonsdale Formby could look down, and maybe he is, he'd be absolutely delighted to see the people of Formby enjoying the cricket and the tennis played at Gores Lane uh, currently today and hopefully for another 150 years. So we see here a picture with three or four people. Three or four people, you've got them and they are digging. This was after the Second World War uh, when the, uh, the land was purchased from the Formby family to build new courts uh, so we could increase our membership. The difference in those days compared to today was that they we used to have uh, what they would call uh, working parties. Uh, I tried to organise a working party once, uh, but the response was fairly poor. It's a great shame the only reason that people can enjoy the courts that you see today is that the people in the 1950s uh, used to give up their free time uh, for building hard courts. Now we have a very hard working committee, but I would encourage anybody who plays at the club just to ask anybody on the committee, do you want any help with this? It's down to the members to help with the running of the club, whether it be shutting a, a gate or emptying uh, or picking up litter. It's just the little things, the attention to detail that make the club what it is today. And people really should put in more work than they do rather than just turn up, play tennis and go home. They think someone will do it. Well, I'll tell you who does it. The committee members do it. And they should be applauded uh, for doing this work for nothing on a voluntary basis for the enjoyment of the many. So going forward, a working party, by that you mean setting a date for people to go down and say, for example, work at the grounds of the club, work and do a project together? Yes, if we, if we decide at an EGM to put in two new courts where the grass courts used to be, we would love to see a working party come down at a pre-arranged date and time to prepare the ground. If you have 
let us say 40 people down there we could clear that ground in maybe a week or two a couple of hours every day if you got two people doing it would take two years to do it so if everyone came down and lent a hand uh, we could prepare the ground and obviously save the club a lot of money well i think we should put that down we should throw the gauntlet down and i'm sure that we can pull that together just finally then my last little question for you have we ever had any royalty visiting formby lawn tennis club uh, no i don't think anyone uh, of that standing has ever been down so this is peter collinson signing off uh, peter collinson was chairman for eight out of the last ten years and treasurer for six of those years at the same time. He now uh, is a trustee of the club and is the life president of the club. Formby Podcast is an independent production. It comes to you free. If you'd like us to tell your story, or you know of a story, contact us at formbypodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Mm-hmm.